Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Get up, get up, get up. It's the Get Up Show. All right. Welcome, friends. It's the Get Up Show. We're doing the Simon Says Podcast number 50. It's Big 50. Five-0, baby. Uh, we're nifty at 50. This is great. I'm Sean. There's Charlie and Maddie over there. We do the Get Up Show on the radio, and we're so happy that you listen to us on the podcast. If you ever want to get in touch with us, oh, click a subscribe and a like and all that stuff that you do with podcasts because we'd appreciate it. We we need your approval and your, um, what's that word? You know, what am I looking for here? Your Your ears. Your ears and your money and what's that other thing? Your, Your attention. Your attention and, you know, what's that other thing we need? Uh, your uh, attention. S- still money. Money. <laughs> love, adoration. Your love, your admiration. Yeah. Um, you know. We, we name need things you. after us. Cash name app. Things, cash app. You know, we need you is what I'm trying to say. We really, really need you. We love you and we need mm. you. So welcome to number 50 on the Purdcast. Per- and we're uh, we're having a great time even though Maddie isn't feeling great. And we're all concerned as Maddie probably at the top of the list of the three of us Concerned that he might have the virus. No, I'm more concerned than he is. What are you talking about? Oh, okay, oh. you win. Thanks, man. <laughs> well, you can't help it. It's like, <coughs> no, I'm sorry, that wasn't come on. Oh wow. No, it's like, so it's just a cold. I'm almost positive it's just a cold. But it's like, you know, it's like someone said, "What? You don't get colds and flu during the time of COVID." And it's like that's the thing, though, is the second you wake up, like I was coughing all night. I just don't feel good. And the first thing I think is, oh, my God, this is it. Sure. And it's like we were joking about, I'm like, can I smell? Can I taste? You know, do I have a fever? What, what else is What's the other symptoms? But So you said you haven't gone to get your Rona test yet, but you said, oh, I don't want that stigma. Is it still a stigma now that, like, everybody's getting it? I just don't want to, you know, it's the ripple effect. It's it's like if I end up testing positive, then it's the ripple effect. Like, where have I been? What have I done? Yeah. Who have I seen? And then, you know, it's like, the, and I've been really good. Like, I, I don't do anything. Yeah, yeah. but so, you'll have to quarantine. Your wife will have to quarantine your kids. Everybody will have to. I mean, like, and I already had a scare with my, my daughter because yeah. she was right near somebody. So now she's all freaked out thinking that it's her fault. And I'm oh. like, no, this doesn't have anything to do with you. Like, I, I have a head cold. Now, like, I will say that I do very much so hope that you don't have it and that it, of course, doesn't get bad or anything like that. But... Testing positive, I think this far into it, I don't think is as freaky as it was, say, in May. Mm-hmm. No, but it just, again, it, it's like 
it's more the frustration and how I'm really over this. And it's like we were talking about, <laughs> would you get the vaccine? I'm like, yes. At yeah. this point, yeah, I'm in 100 percent because I'm tired. I'm just tired of living in this like even when you do everything right, you know, you yeah. do everything right. Yeah. And then you get like if something happens, it, it's you know, it's that it's constantly hanging over your head. And, you know, and, and don't please don't get me wrong. Like I am by no means like I don't feel good. There's people way, way worse. Like, I'm not trying to be like, oh, sure. now, here are my problems. No, man, because but... it's still terrifying. And, and Charlie, you're not wrong in that a, a positive test isn't the same, you know, slap in the face that it was then, but it's still terrifying. And the thing that's different now when we're talking about it today than it was just a few weeks ago when when all of us could pretty much say we didn't really know that many people or I I didn't have any friends that had had it who had been sick with it right now today I know several people who yes. either have it right now or have had it and so mm -hmm. and and with that you learn a lot about it so Maddie if you do end up having it the most important thing I learned from my friend Lenny Ovadia <laughs> who was he used to be Tony Vale and Mad Dog and a whole bunch of people on the radio. We worked together at G105 and then he went on to do a bunch of other radio stuff around the country. He worked at Froggy. Remember on the office they had that yeah, bumper yeah, yeah. sticker yeah. on the filing cabinet for Froggy? He worked at Froggy. Oh wow. So, so Lenny Avadia had it and he is like the picture of health. He's one of those guys who put puts up selfies of himself driving and he's flexing so hard holding the steering wheel so you can <laughs> see the veins in his muscles. Mm -hmm. <laughs> he's he is so healthy, 100% and he got it. I was like, "Oh my god, if Lenny got it, anybody can get it." So sure. he was so sick, but then he said, "Here's here's the thing. Do not lay around. Do not be sedentary with this thing and above all, don't lay on your back if you end up with it." And, and you're trying to sleep, sleep on your stomach, but don't sleep for a lot of hours in a row. Get up and walk around every couple of hours and keep it moving because that keeps your lungs, uh, you know, doing what they're supposed to do, keeps them healthy. Uh, yeah. When you lay there is when it takes over. And he said he was about to go to the emergency room. He was delirious and his wife was terrified. And then all of a sudden a nurse friend of theirs told him, don't lay on your back, lay on your stomach, and get up and walk around as often as you possibly can. It immediately started getting better. And now he's wow. back at work. He's back at work as of yesterday. Yeah, we're at a point now where it's not if you're going to get it, but when almost, it seems Jeez. like, because just about everybody has, you know, lots of people, like you said, you know, people were on Facebook going, does anybody even know somebody who's actually had it? And now yeah. we sh we all know people who have had it and possibly even people who have died from it. Yeah. But... One of my good friends, who also is a picture of health, she one of the biggest things she said is, if you haven't had it yet, work on your immune system. Mm -hmm. Eat better. Take better care of yourself. Take those vitamins, you know, whatever. Just Because that's the biggest thing. If you've got a strong immune system, you've got so much better chance of it not being a big deal. Well, the, you know, Larry King, who's like pushing 90, just got out of ICU. So he's getting better. He had it. So the prognosis is getting better. Our friend Tommy, who who we love, Tommy yes. Lawrence, had it and is getting on the other side of it. So, yeah. you know, I, I really, really, really hope this is just a cold for you, bro, because I can't do without you for two weeks. I don't know. Oh, how man. Do around here. Yeah, oh, that's like my I, laziness talking. I, I would have to. <laughs> you I would do have lots. To really, 
I think that too, if you know, if I have to quarantine, that means I have to quarantine from all work. I mean, that's important. No, actually, <laughs> you have to get up and do stuff because he just said, don't lay around. So I'm sorry, you're breaking sorry. up. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So we hope you're doing better, but you know, I'm still mad at you for getting rid of your saxophone. We, you've got a saxophone. I haven't done it yet, but I, everyone's. I don't. I don't understand why you're so fired up about it. Because I, it's. Obviously, it's all about me, and I had a saxophone when I was a kid, and I bought it. Well, my mom bought it, and I used it throughout band until I decided I was going to quit band because they wanted me to do too much stuff. I was, <laughs> yeah. I, I, like, I had work. Go to up. school. Yeah, I was working. <laughs> you guys know that about me. I was working yeah. from the end of junior high. I couldn't go to their practices and their t-shirt thing and How sell their dare they sell their cheese food product and their summer sausage. I couldn't do those things because I was working. But mm. I held on to my saxophone until my friend borrowed it to learn how to play the saxophone. And as you know, it burned down in his house. And I never Allegedly. got my saxophone. <laughs> yeah. Did it melt? Because see, this is the whole thing. Like I figured that a saxophone would be one of the things that would survive a house fire. Well, you don't really uh, want it back because you know you, all your cork and all of your buttons and everything would yeah. be gone. And I didn't ask when when I heard that the house had burned and my, <laughs> yeah. my hey man, I'm sorry, sorry you about lost your everything. house. Yeah, yeah where's my about, saxophone? Oh. Did you pull through your rubble? Hey, did you toss your 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 heirlooms aside that it, that are just crumbling I to think, dust? Do you see a sax in there? I think your closet used to be right about here, so could you check there? See, I've had yeah. this thing since I want to say elementary or middle school. Is that elementary, right? I guess. And see, I, I've just how, moved it from house to house to house yeah, to house. Of course, I've no interest. I mean, at this point, it needs a lot of work. Like, it needs work. I mean, no. so like, it needs pads. It needs. This and that. Now, it's not something I'm going to, you know, do. And I don't, I, you know, the kids aren't going to play it. But your grandkids might. Yeah, exactly. exactly. What if Think your grandkids come over and you pull it out and they're like, oh, this is really cool. And they start playing and then they become like okay. a world famous saxophone player because. Right, it, you don't just, yeah, that's the thing. You don't just pick up a saxophone and start wailing. It, you don't like, know. Could be a yeah, I do know what I've done, and, and, and if, if that's the case, good for them. But, um, yeah, it's I, I want to pay it forward to some kid who needs an instrument. Like that's that that was my whole thought. Like I would mm -hmm. rather I find that very commendable. Already in that position, because you know, sax technology might change. I mean, you never know. They might come <laughs> up with you know, sax technology. <laughs> Saxophone's a saxophone. Well, you know, I was going to say hang on to it because you might end up having the next Kenny G in your family, but none of us wants that. Oh, no. What's wrong with Kenny G? Uh, man, I'm well, glad. You know, the only kid that's picked up an instrument has been the boy, and he has a keyboard, and uh -huh. yeah. it's quiet. Like, <laughs> I, I'm glad that there aren't. I, mean, I felt so bad for my parents because when oh, I was yeah. playing, I mean, the saxophone is not a quiet instrument. And let me just tell you, I tried to dampen it down. Oh. Like I've tried yeah. to make it more quiet by like sticking things into the bell of it. And uh -huh. that doesn't, it doesn't work. It's a loud, angry instrument. That You, you know. should have heard me squawking around on a clarinet. Oh, it's same, same idea. It's, <laughs> it's, yeah. It's, it's not sexy until it. Yeah. You know. Can you take that down to the basement, please? Yeah. Well, you know, good news. What was the name of the school? Mendenhall? Mendenhall. Mendenhall Middle. And shout out to uh, Fran, who used to work with us. She she had messaged me. I got to hit her back. And just yeah, see well, 
she started it, and then we talked about the saxophone and you wanting to get rid of it, which breaks my heart, on the radio. And after that, we got so many phone calls about your dang saxophone. And the Mendenhall people, they do definitely want it. They said that they're they're doing virtual concerts and that they have lots of kids who are in need of donated instruments, and so they want to hear from you. But I promptly deleted their messages in the hopes that I'll get your saxophone. So, <laughs> <laughs> But anyway... Much like every, all the other things that I've had that you enjoy, I, I called Sorry, the police dude. and had them take it away to have it destroyed. Oh my God! Like, don't say it. Oh God, no! Have we ever? <laughs> we have not told that story on the podcast, haven't well, we? No. Oh, the the uh, potentially heirloom antique gun that my ex-wife the had. Destroyed. Civil War. No, it's it was the late eighteen <laughs> hundreds pistol. It, it, yeah, the thing is, Maddie lived in a house that was somehow affiliated with the author O. Henry at when he when he was living at it, his old house. It was mm-hmm. his daughter or granddaughter's house. So it was Sydney Porter's ha- family, whatever. The the moral of the story is, they bought it. The people who flipped the house bought it from from the family, cleaned everything out, renovated the house. Boom, I moved in, and then. So I was on a trip and I got a call like, OMG, you'll never believe what I found. I found a gun in the backyard. And I was like, that's crazy. So you're, so, think- you're thinking it's like a Glock or something and you're like, whoa. Well, yeah, I didn't know. So it turns out her, she was digging around by the, the garage and found it. And it was all rusted. So all that was left was just, you know, the, the metal of the, the actual gun. There was no handle on it. And it was all rusted over. And, and, and. So we're thinking, no, this is cool. And I told Sean, he's like, oh, my God, I can't wait. This is going to be great. And then the next thing I know, before I had a chance to really do anything with it, she called the cops to have them come take it away because she was worried it might go off. She was. Because my daughter was a a new baby, and and she was scared that there would be a problem. But it was all rusted, and you said it was barely, like, held together. But, no, there was enough there. There was enough gun left, and you could redo a grip on an antique gun like that. And when he sent me the pictures of it, I, I had such grand plans in my brain about, you know, hitting that with soft brass brushes and oil and, and sanding that down and then getting it re-blued and, and having that thing re-gripped and, and having it back to museum status and putting that on a little stand and having a little <laughs> plaque made for it saying where it came from. And Doing was, a big history search on oh, it to figure oh. out where it came from. I, I had tears of joy. And then he says, oh, yeah, my wife had the cops come blow it up. What? (laughs) Did I ever tell you about the dagger? Yes, you did. What happened to that, though? Did did y'all have the cops destroy that, too? She called the cops on that, too? Okay, so my neighbor, he goes, hey, Matt, check this out. And he's got a dagger. and, And the funny thing about it was is it had rust on the blade in a very particular pattern. You know, to where to me it looked like you know it could have had a, a blood. You know, like stabbed a, somebody and they didn't clean it off. Yeah, yeah kind of. And it was the same thing. It was found buried in the yard at my neighbor's house. We were side by side. Wow, so, major crimes going on over yeah, there. Yeah, I know. <laughs> he did the same thing. He called the. He's like, I don't know. It could have been part of a crime. And I was like, No, Mark, what are you doing? No, <laughs> like not That's again. So, that is so funny to me because I can't imagine. I, it'd be way down the line of things to do with stuff like that before I thought to call a cops. I know. Exactly. But to this day, if I ever find anything in my yard, I ask Sean. I mean, you know that the last time I was doing gardening stuff, I, like, I found some bottles and I was like, are these anything? You're like, no. 
And I'm like, oh, oh yeah, you don't tell anybody. Or they might call the cops. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he found some 1970s screw top wine bottles. And, you know, <laughs> at some point, they're going to be great. Like, you know how I think about it. Don't throw them away. Put them somewhere where you can get to them when they become something good. Yeah, we're, yeah. we're just not there yet. That's right. why I want the metal detector, because I feel like we'll find something. Oh, man, that metal detector. That's a similar story to the saxophone. I loaned that to a friend, and that was in like 90. Let's see, when did I move? It was in like 95, I think. Mm-hmm. And the guy Never was borrowing returned. it. No, nah, he was borrowing it for the weekend. And his house burned down? <laughs> 95. I don't know whatever happened to that guy. <laughs> if that's the case, then your items are cursed. I'm never borrowing anything right. from you. So Borrow you, from me and your house burns down. What do you think this means? This is crazy because this was so vivid, and this has been happening several times since the beginning of the year. I had the first dream where there were these hawks, these giant hawks, and they were picking up people's dogs. And I don't mean like little, like your trembly little chihuahua. I mean like somebody had like a golden retriever. Oh, and, oh God. And he, was, and he was running after it because a hawk had picked it up and was flying away with it. And I was like, oh, my God, what kind of bird is this? And then a few seconds later, the bird picks up the guy and ah. is flying away with him, and he's <laughs> filming it. And I'm like, wait a minute. You're doing something here. You're on a wire or something. Something ain't right. And he's like, no, I'm filming this. I'll show you the footage later. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not. I don't know where I'm going. And and the footage ended up being awesome because there were like these shacks down along the 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 bank of the lake, and there was like one of them was a Dairy Queen and one of them was uh like a gift shop and stuff. And they were in these little shacks, and I was like, oh my god, I didn't know that stuff was there. <laughs> but so that's bird dream number one: giant hawks flying away with people and big dogs. Bird dream number two: there was this mouse who was running around playing in the floor. And he found a little owl. And so the owl and the, and the mouse are playing, and they're running around, you know, rolling in the floor, having a great time. And every once in a while, the owl would pick up the mouse in his beak, and I'd run over there and go, get that out of there, and slap him out of his <laughs> mouth. Because are supposed like, to be friends. He's going to eat that. Get out of there. And that happened four or five times while I'm watching the cute little owl and the cute little mouse. Mm-hmm. These, and, and this is consecutive bird dreams day after day. And then, I don't know if you guys have ever really looked at a pink flamingo. People love to decorate with pink flamingos and stuff. Yeah. It's like, you know, they, they'll flock your yard with pink flamingos and stuff. But have you ever really looked at the face of a terrifying thing of nightmares, pink flamingo? Look at it right in the face. Look at that awful murder no. weapon beak. Aren't what? their eyes kind of below the beak? That's not my concern. They have <laughs> That's freaky too. They've got like this murder weapon beak like this it's nah. so sharp on the bottom. It, it's like how what in the world? I never saw it before until I started having these bird dreams and now everywhere I look there's some kind of freaky bird. But that's so that they can like pry open shellfish. Well, well, sure it is, but it's still terrifying, and I never noticed it until I started having these bird dreams. And then, out in, <laughs> out in my backyard, all of a sudden, the other day, you know, I told you about those holly trees. You, yeah. you guys hate prickly bushes, and I think they're great because of the, the berries that the birds eat. Yeah. Nothing but red cardinals out there. And I'm like, what does it mean? That Nothing means but. that someone who's passed away is coming to visit you. Well, no, it doesn't only mean that if it gets in your house. No. No, that means that I'm going to die, I think. 
Oh, okay. So as long as they're not in your house, you're okay. Have yeah. you looked up, have you researched to see what bird dreams mean? Oh, you guys talk for a minute. Hold on. Well, maybe it's all part of like, you know, it's the, the cosmos telling you for your new hobby is you're going to be a bird watcher or something. Or uh, I've always been a bird watcher. Or that you could, you know. Now here's the occasions. You're supposed Watching to fly away by. somewhere. Bye, my, my. Oh, yeah. I just, the, I, I still think that the, the dream about the owl and the mouse and the, I think there's huh. something more to that, but. In general, birds symbolize your goals, aspirations, and hopes. If birds are chirping or singing in your dream, or if the birds are flying free, this represents joy, harmony, balance, and love. It means you might be experiencing spiritual freedom and liberation. <laughs> None what of this sounds say? anything like your scary dreams. Yeah, no, wait, wait. What does it say if it flies away with a, uh, a golden retriever in <laughs> right. its owner? I'm looking. <laughs> Yeah, that's actually, you know, it's funny, but it's a real talk that we now have to, ever since we started hearing owls around our house, yeah. so now I have to go actually go stand in the backyard every time the tiniest dog is out there, because my wife is terrified that he's going to get clutched. Isn't that, that the coolest small. sound, though, when you hear the hoot owl? Yeah, it's, it's, I mean, it's, it's great until you have a potential, like, I'm out there shivering, staring at this tiny little thing you know, tremble his way around my yard, hoping that a, a, a giant bird of prey doesn't snatch him because then I got to go inside and explain that. Why oh, I, yeah, that won't be a good Why didn't you go get him? I'm like, well, I'm sorry. Like, did <laughs> huh. I why, rea not react? Why didn't enough? you fight that killer owl with the big claws? There's really nothing that addresses the, the dreams that I had. If if you see them fly, you're, you're feeling spiritually free and powerful. Um, if they're not flying, you're feeling restricted or trapped or cut off from your higher self. If this is awful, if you dream that you're cutting a bird's wings, it means you have secret feelings of wanting to stifle someone. Oh, uh, if you're feeding birds, it might represent inspiration, encouragement, or trying to overcome something holding you back so that you can fly free. So I was slapping the mouse out of the owl's. <laughs> mouth so maybe i'm holding myself back from flying free i think you're being you were being a protector but there. what am i protecting myself from I the don't... loss of a mouse because you <laughs> uh, <laughs> and you know you know how i hate mice ever since i, I had to suck that one up in the dust buster he was terrifying <laughs> me but he was small enough to get in the dust buster i told you still... that recently i had a dream that uh i had to call you and tell you you were right about what? I don't remember what you were right about, but I'm like, this. I, I hate this. Like this is, it, you know how it pains me to have to tell you this. I was like, oh, you're God. right. And you're like, yes, yes, but, I'm right. But so dude, what does that mean? If you if you had to call me and tell me every time I was right, we would never hang the phone up. <sighs> yeah, that, you know exactly. that. This is yeah. this is why hey, we don't right. like to tell you you're right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Did I tell y'all, you know, we were talking about how the mail has been crazy lately. Charlie, you're still waiting on something, aren't you? I'm still waiting on a couple, <clears throat> excuse me, a couple of my Christmas presents. Yeah, me too. One of them is never coming. I don't think mine is either. Never going to do it. Well, the other day I ordered this health food thing. It's like beef jerky, but not. It's mm -hmm. no salt, no sugar. It's just dried beef, and it's supposed you're to be like the healthiest keto protein, whatever. I'm not keto, but it just sounded good, whatever. You're killing so, me, by the way, on that. Keep going. What do you mean? Ever since you started talking about, I literally just a second ago, the, where we were waiting before we started the podcast, 
there's another video of someone slicing into that meat. It's like mm. we, it, it. It's because of you. It's because of you talking about the whatever the built long or whatever. Bit long. long. Yeah. Nonstop. I see ads for it. Really? Because we talked yes. about it. Oh, that's yes. so cool. <laughs> I never looked it up. All right. So I ordered the bit long. It's like twenty four dollars for a whole one, and it's not a whole lot. But you know, you're supposed to shave it off in little pieces and eat like a bite at the time, whatever snacky thing. Oh, like it's so, a Brazilian steakhouse. How many? <laughs> so, I, so I ordered it, and it was really fast shipping. It was coming like the day after tomorrow from when I ordered it. And I was like, great, awesome. So the doorbell rings, and I go to the porch, and the guy's still standing there. I go, like, hey, thanks. Have a good night. Okay, you too. Bye-bye. You're the best. No, you're the best. No, I love you. No, I love you. <laughs> so he pulls off, and I pick up the envelope, and I'm like, dang, this does not weigh anything. This isn't what I expected at all. I go in the house and I grab my knife out of the drawer that you're not supposed to use to open those packages. And I was a zip, open it up, completely empty package. They sent me an envelope with nothing in it. Oh no, it doesn't even smell like meat. Nothing in it. What? Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I've I, gotten the wrong thing before, but I've never received nothing in a box or, you know, in a package. Isn't that ridiculous? So I go online and I immediately start trying to do it, make it right. Like, hey, I got this and it was empty. And they say, sorry, you can't return it. Well, there's nothing to return. Yeah, what it's do you want me to empty- do? Yeah. <laughs> so then I go into the reviews and I write a review saying, hey, I just got an empty package with nothing in it. And the next guy goes, ha, 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 that never happened to me. I order these all the time and they're delicious. And it gave me an oh, option to. Yeah, do I give it a thumbs up or a thumbs down on his response? I gave him a thumbs down. I was like, "Screw you, hippie! I actually you had enjoy a yours." Finger I would use on that one. <laughs> that, that's the worst too. That's like that what? you know that whole thing. Like, I have a problem. I never had a problem. This is great. It's like not right. Butt out. Why are you chipping in? Nobody asked you. They're good right. for you. Yeah. Oh, that's the worst. Let me tell you about how awesome mine was. I got 16 of them lying around. I'm like, yeah, okay. Well, that doesn't help me in my empty envelope. There were two in my envelope. <laughs> yeah, I got extras. <laughs> this is amazing. I'm eating yours now. You suck. <laughs> hey, speaking of speaking of good eating food, Charlie's all excited about the chicken wars. Well, yeah, because like everybody's trying to come out with a better chicken sandwich, which can't be a bad thing. Yeah. But <clears throat> um, does it really need this many variations on it, though? I, Why not? Well, the, yeah, the only thing is just like don't try and do the same thing. Like maybe come out with something different. But you know, okay, Popeyes has this supposedly amazing chicken sandwich that no one's ever actually eaten because the lines around the building are too long. But so to compete with Popeyes, McDonald's has come out with three new ones, and one of them, and it's also competing with like Chick Fil A and Wendy's. Mm-hmm. One of them has pickles on it, like Chick Fil A. Okay. And then I'll allow it. Another one is like more home style-y, crunchy. I think like the Popeyes one, and then there's like a spicy one or something. Huh. Well, it now here's the thing: if the McDonald's one is like a dollar versus the four dollar one at Chick Fil A, they're going to kill it. That's going to be great. Oh, it's not. It's going it to be, be like... the same. That's the problem. I mean, you can say that, but uh, again, Chick-fil-A, uh, they still kill it with that chicken sandwich. Right. Chick-fil-A is Chick-fil-A and nobody's going to nobody's going to beat that. You're um, right. So, yeah, they've got the one with the crispy chicken with pickles. They've got a deluxe version with lettuce and tomato and uh, mayo. And then there's yeah. like a, a spicy uh, one with pepper sauce. Well, no, I don't like sauces. 
and you know, churches, which the churches near me that I rode by for 10 years and said, I got to try that one day. And then it closed. Never did try it. <laughs> the one um, on Spring Garden? Mm, yes, exactly. Churches now has a spicy chicken sandwich and they can, they acted like they're the first ones to ever think of it. <laughs> That's wow. also fun. Like, look what we've got. And it's like, whoa, yeah. I couldn't yeah. get that anywhere. Their whole campaign is like, yeah, we did it. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. We did it. But listen to this. <laughs> That'd be like, like, check this out. I'm wearing pants. <laughs> whoa. 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 Look at that. My bottom half is covered now. So Shake Shack has one that is different from any that you've ever heard of, Shake Shack has a Korean fried chicken style chicken sandwich. What does that mean? You don't, you never had uh, Korean barbecue chicken? No. Oh, OMG. Really Scratch. You know who does that? Scratch off of Battleground slash Lawndale. I don't know what it is. At oh. that point. But it's across from the Red Cinema. Is they're that awesome. right? No, their fried chicken's really good. And then there's the place downtown that opened up. Yes. Bonchon. Which is I that still, still open? I hope that's still open. Uh, I think so. Because there was one at over at the Super G that um, I can't remember the name of right now. It was it was like taste good or something silly like that. But it, what it is, it's double fried chicken, and that one they they fried it in extra virgin olive oil. Fried it Ooh. twice in extra virgin mm -hmm. olive oil, and then shake it around in a spicy Korean barbecue sauce, and then put sesame seeds all on top of that. Oh, okay. Wow, gee that whiz. Good. The only try scratch. That's really good. I'm going to try it now that you say that. But the only Shake Shack anywhere near us is in Cary. But it's oh, almost. Oh, is there one there? Yeah. It's almost worth it to get a Korean fried chicken sandwich, man. God, that sounds good. We ate Do there in, um, <laughs> when I went to New York City. New York City. <laughs> exactly. Because you gotta. And it was good. It was real good. But they didn't have those then. Yeah. Yep. They, had, they opened an up in D.C. by the Spy Museum. And huh. so we went there, and speaking, it was good. Speaking of D.C. places like that, have y'all ever had a Slam Burger? No. Everybody's talking about Slam Burger. I guess they're a thing in D.C. I, I've never had one, but they, they're apparently supposed to be something great. Is it? Do they, like, slam the meat on the grill, and then they slam the spatula on the top, and it's really, really noisy in there? Because that's all I can picture. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. There was I'm, a place... Growing up, or well, I say growing up, but when it was older, you know, going out in the bars and stuff in Portsmouth, New Hampshire, called uh, uh, that was uh, Gillies, and Gillies was an old like uh, rail car, and they uh, the whole story was that they parked there and been getting parking tickets for the like their entire life, but um, you go in there for drunk hamburgers and they just had the ball of meat and they would yeah. slap it down on the thing and do like the press, but that was some amazing. Um, Drunk food. We well, have a place back home called the White Steamer that has been there since, uh, I'm going to say, at least the early 60s. I'm not really even sure how old this place is. It's been there forever. And they have some of the best hamburgers, and they are the same way. The ball of meat, smash it down on the griddle, and it just, oh, so good. I, I had a different memory of Gillies. When I used to go to Gillies, I was looking for love, and I <laughs> would ride a mechanical bull real sexy-like. Yeah? With a That's, great big cowboy hat on. You know what? I I screwed this up. You guys know how I do that. I'm such a malaprop. I'm a walking malaprop. I hope. It's it's not slam burger. It's smash burger. Dang it, smash burger <laughs> is the one that everybody's okay, talking about. Same same thing. I, I think, which you know, I should have been close enough, but I'm pretty sure that's 
run by one of the guy, like one of the top chef guys. Come on, Spike. He, there's a I can't remember his last name, like Mendelssohn or something like that. You got you Tom know, Ryan and Tom Ryan and Rick Shaden are the the Smashburger guys. Well, are one of them then. Spike? I'm a Mal, I'm a Malap- Malinois too. No. <laughs> Malaprop is when, like, if if you go, if you're looking for an intern, but you call it an upturn, like if you just mix up <laughs> yeah. part of part of a word or phrase, and it's based uh, on Mrs. Malaprop from Canterbury Tales. You guys know that, you know. obviously. You didn't have to wow. explain that to me. I and hope you were just telling note, everybody listening. And, uh, <laughs> I'm a mallard. Mmm. <laughs> All a right. Mallard, a mallard prop. Speaking of birds, <laughs> what does it mean? What does it mean? All right, so that's number fifty. Wow, that went by quick. I feel like uh, we should have done more with that. I feel like we we didn't we didn't really give you everything you needed on that. After we asked for so much, we asked there was for so much love. A lot of bird dream talk, talking about birds and Welcome your dreams. Back. <laughs> Is that your dogs, Maddie? Yes, it's mine. It's, well, who knows? They Probably said. The- an Dad, yeah, no. there's birds out here. <laughs> Can no, we go for no. a walk? I guarantee it's one of my elderly neighbors walking their like barely alive dogs, and they're trying to yell at them. No, nah, I think they're smelling your COVID. <laughs> oh no! Come lick the COVID off of me, dogs. You got to put peanut butter on it, and then they'll do it. Oh, uh, yeah, no kidding. All right. Hey, listen, thanks so much. We love you. We appreciate you putting up with this. If you ever want to, check us out at 987simon.com. You can uh, listen to the radio there. You can call the Simon line anytime at 336-373-0987. We do Bet You Won't Play It Friday every Friday morning. That's where we play actual listener requests, and nobody else really does that. What? Yeah, nobody does that. People will lie to you and say that they do that, but nobody does it. All right, we appreciate you. Final thoughts from Charlie, go. Uh, you know, we're starting a new year, new me, new stuff, new um, um, new malaprops. Let's go. Wow. Is this <laughs> what we got to look forward to? Yeah, All right, over to you, Maddie. Great year. Final thought. Look, I'm not trying to Mandalorian this, but I'm just saying that I am. <laughs> All right. We'll see what happens. We'll see if – I hope all three of us can maybe do one of these next week. Uh, fingers crossed. Come on, man. Come on, man. I got a good feeling about it. (laughs) Next time. Okay, bye. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.